This is the Zhang and Abidin or Zhang and Abidin article as well as the Ning article. I try to pronounce that. Um, uh, both of these articles were awesome. Um, I think it's. I think I even called my parents the other day and we're talking to them about it. Um, the, especially the the Abidin and Zhang one. How I how I described it to them was I didn't learn anything new, per se. But it was interesting to see somebody who I'm assuming these two authors are probably Gen X, not quite boomers, but not definitely not millennials. Um, so getting to read their analysis of how they see Gen Z use the internet, especially to interact with boomers, was enlightening to see and hilarious. Because as I'm like reading the article and they're presenting all these examples and like screenshots of like the TikToks they see of like comments and actual TikToks and things and just them like analyzing it. It's something that like Gen Z, like I already know what all these TikToks, like I understand like the message and the, the humor behind all the TikToks, but listening to somebody else like break it down, like this is how they're using these features to make these jokes to get this message across was hilarious. Because they were they were right, like they were totally right on everything they were saying, and then use, watching them use that and turn it into like an actual argument for like how we use like arguments on the internet, like in space, like it was just very fascinating and entertaining. Um, I'm trying to see here if I can find a, a really good example of one of the ones that I thought was hilarious. Ah, it was mostly like the comments that people were leaving that I thought were so good, and they analyzed them really, really well. Like they took what the goal of the comment was and then could actually apply it and show what how we were making an argument and i and i really appreciate the article because that's like a fight that all us gen z have had with people in the older generation is they just discredit the internet and obviously there's much to discredit about the internet but my like for a good prime example would be my my grandma gets on me when i when I try to reference a story or an article I read or something I saw on the internet, and she just thinks that that is immediately like incorrect information it can't provide any kind of insight. The only way you can get proper information is through a newspaper or a magazine or at her stance, CNN or Fox News. And I'm like, I'd rather trust a random guy on Twitter presenting me information than whatever Fox News has to say to me. Um, and I think this article just really kind of like hammered that home. It's, this is our medium for argument. Like this is how we use the technology we have to have like an interconnected relationship with our generation. It's something that no other generations had. We are the only people in human history who since our birth have had the internet. Uh, and just the way that we navigate that is super unique and very beneficial at times. And it's always discredited by the older generation. And that's what birthed the OK Boomers. We had to find a way to use our medium to get back at them, and it totally worked. I mean, it, you can see it in these examples and the examples in the article that they use, and and other quotes is like it does. It got under Boomers' skins um, so much so that there were people who were doing the counter Boomer argument. They pulled up the examples of the three or four TikTokers who in the Boomer generation who accepted it and did their best to flip it and re-relate to us in that sense and and then i like how they also show how much we appreciated that like the 
some of the quotes where it's like, he passed the vibe check and is one of them. He's valid. Like, that is hilarious. Um, and, it's, and it's just very relatable because it's something that all of us took part in and, you know, got lots of entertainment from. Um, and then the cancel culture article that England I also thought was interesting. I, I really wish she actually kind of got into it more because um, it was pretty short and there was still a lot that I feel like you could have covered about um, cancel culture. And I'm assuming we'll do a lot of that in class. Um, and I mean, she even wrote it in, I think, what, 2019 was when the article came out. And even since then, I mean, this last year, 2021, really is what kind of took cancel culture to the moon. You know, it was happening every week. It seemed like somebody new got caught with some old tweet or hot mic doing something and then the entire internet tried to shut them down. Um, I wish she kind of got a little bit more into the counter to cancel culture, you know, the, the, the old mantra, you know, you can't get canceled if you don't care. Um, I think that's a really interesting part of the article is how people respond to getting canceled. Um, and I think there's a lot that she could have dissected in there. Um, but I'm, I'm certain we can talk about that in class and have a good conversation there. Um, but either way, I mean, I thought the articles had great arguments and they just felt really relatable. So I had a lot of fun reading them. Um, it was great.